welcome to another edition of the V Auto Podcast. I'm Lance Helgeson, and I'll be your host for today's episode. And this uh, podcast episode addresses a topic that our guest today wants dealers to think more about than they have in the past. And that's how dealers merchandise the vehicles they advertise on third-party and dealership websites, and they're trying to retail to the public. In fact, our guest, Nathan Fox, Associate Vice President of Merchandising for Cox Automotive and Viato, believes that dealers need to rethink how and why they're merchandising vehicles and how they measure the outcomes from their merchandising investments. Nathan and his team have applied a lot of data science and study to understand how merchandising should work given how much the expectations of vehicle shoppers and the market itself has changed. Nathan, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Lance, great to be back on with you today. Absolutely. Now, I know, Nathan, you've been on the road a little bit and you've been talking with dealers about how the role of the SRP and the VDP has changed for dealers. Can you give us a high level view of what's changed and why it matters? Well, it's, I'd say the big change is that the VDP is now how the majority of shoppers experience the vehicle. Okay. For years, we've talked about shoppers browsing vehicles online and then going to visit multiple dealerships. But what we see now is that one in two buyers visit only one dealership. And this has huge implications for dealers, right? The VDP is now where they experience the, de- the, <laughs> the vehicle, not the showroom at least for half of shoppers. And so they're making that decision online on the VDP on which vehicle they're going to choose. And then they visit the showroom to complete that transaction. And so for dealers, this results in a huge shift in their mindset around merchandising, if they're gonna win these shoppers. Historically, dealers have focused predominantly on the SRP, not the VDP when merchandising their car, focused on that browsing moment. But today, dealers must build that VDP experience that creates shopper confidence, breaking down the purchase barriers that shoppers uh, have so they select their vehicle on the product page. So let's talk about that. What's driving the shift of that vehicle selection, that purchase decision, as you described it, to the VDP rather than the showroom? Well, I think it's really just fundamentally rooted in consumer expectations. You know, consumers now believe that they can buy just about anything, vehicles included online. We find seven in 10 shoppers are open to the idea of buying a car completely online. I think several years ago, this wasn't the case. It was no, nowhere near that uh, percent that would think about purchasing a car online. But we see this already in the behaviors and the statistics that we look at every day. So we find 71% of shoppers only compare, compare cars online. They're not going to the showroom to compare cars. And a recent study I saw found that shoppers are really going beyond their local market. They're starting to think regionally when buying cars. And the average distance sold travel now is 469 miles for the next car. I mean, that's more than a day trip in order to find your next car. And so, Lance, while we don't see full e-commerce transactions as a big channel yet in the industry, you know, probably 4 to 5% of transactions, I would say, are full e-commerce. What we are finding is that shift to where the decision is happening is rapidly moving from the showroom to the VDP. And this is what's making the VDP, how shoppers experience vehicles, so important. So, okay. 
and I guess just to put the pieces together here, so a VDP is becoming a more critical place. Mm-hmm. And I guess by extension, that's something that dealers haven't really thought about as much as maybe they should have. So what's perhaps falling short with the VDPs that many dealers are using today? So Lance, I think you touched on the fact that dealers still optimize for the SRP, right? That has historically been where they had the biggest impact on their business. And so they think about the SRP first and foremost. But the VDP is something that is uh, is really becoming the, at the front and center of merchandising. So when I'm talking to dealers, I often ask them, compare a product page from Amazon to your most recent VDP. Usually a dealer says, wow, those are quite different. And I think this simple exercise starts to highlight how the expectations of the consumer or the shopper have been elevated for product pages. Consumers just don't want to be able to find information about the vehicle. They want to find all the necessary information and they want to be able to know that they can trust the person selling that vehicle or that product. And so how do I find that the best product pages do this, Lance? Well, I think the the great product pages recognize that every piece of media is an opportunity to tell a chapter in the overall story. It's a chance to highlight a key feature that isn't highly visible in a photo. It's an opportunity to reinforce that a product feature has a bigger benefit than just that that feature is available. And it's a way to establish trust through evidence and proof points that the shopper is going to have a good experience if they transact with this company. And so on the VDP, I find the greatest place or the biggest opportunity to elevate this experience is the photo or media carousel. That's because this is where shoppers are most engaged. 67% of VDP visits engage with the carousel. That's four times the engagement rate of other areas on the page. But it's not just about where the shopper's engaged. It's the fact that this this area provides so much flexibility to the dealer. Flexibility in the fact that it's a prime space for them to connect with the shopper. And we see that eight in 10 shoppers state that they are more likely to consider a vehicle if it has a 360 degree spin. That they prefer vehicle images that are also also include overlays or other information and that their trust in dealership is, is enhanced when the, when the dealer provides information about warranties, services, or other awards. And so when a dealer really resets their mindset around the VDP and thinks about it as a way to address purchase barriers, just as they do when a uh, consumer walks in the showroom, they win more selections. What about the... So that makes me understand that the VDP itself sounds like it's not just pictures, you know, not just photos of the car. Yes, those are there. They're important, but it's really maybe the composition of what those photos are about and and what they say. Uh, And you mentioned a couple things like banners and things like that. But just to go back for a minute. So how is the SRP and VDP different then? So we've optimized historically on the SRP. So what's there and then what needs to be on the VDP now? Well, I think uh, if you start with what the objective of each page is, right? The SRP is really about avoiding deselection or having algorithms filter your inventory out. And so how do dealers go about doing that? They check a bunch of boxes that make their product more relevant, right? Mm -hmm, They mm -hmm. check, do I have a visible price? Do I have a minimum number of photos? Have I created custom comments? It's really about ensuring they have this minimum set of criteria so that their product then is part of the uh, potential suite that uh, consumers consider. Mm-hmm. Once that shopper moves to the VDP, they've moved from kind of deselecting things or, or removing the things that are irrelevant to focusing on which one is right for me. 
And at that point in time, the VDP becomes a really different mindset of how do you connect with that shopper versus just avoiding being eliminated by that shopper. You have to actually establish that uh, connectivity. And so you know, I would challenge dealers to say, instead of focusing solely on a visible price, ask themselves questions like, have I transparently shared <laughs> details about my pricing policies and my financing to build trust with that consumer? Or when they think about a vehicle feature, it's not just about searchable terms to optimize for, um, uh, or to optimize search, but it's more about how do I make that feature easily discoverable by the shopper through the combination of photos, text, and the other elements you mentioned, Lance. And so the VDP is how one or two shoppers are experienced in the vehicle and the dealership. And I think when you think about the VDP through that lens versus the SRP through the lens of deselection, you start to really see how those differences emerge and how the merchandising needs to evolve in order to elevate that experience. And at a macro level, then it sounds like we're moving from, say, a more, you know, part, I'm simplifying, oversimplifying probably, but from a kind of a very static presentation to something that's more vibrant, more, more engaging, more reasons for consumers to click from one spot to the next in the carousel. In uh, more, more depth. And, um, you know, I think there's a, um, you know, more connection. Um, you know, again, Lance, I think sometimes it's easy to look at uh, examples outside our industry, right? So when you think about how you engage with other um, product pages, um, you find things that give you sort of an aha about that, that overcome uh, the barrier that might prevent you from making that purchase. And so uh, I think our, uh, our industry with an automotive has to start thinking about the BDP as that way to address those barriers. Again, when I talk to dealers, what I find is they know how to naturally do that when a consumer walks into their showroom. It's a one-to-one -one interaction, but translating that into a marketing merchandising message within the VDP carousel uh, is a little trickier and a new skill set for many dealers. Yeah, the person's not there for you to ask the questions to understand what truly it is they want to see. Um, well, that, that makes me think a little bit about, you know, the measurement of, of merchandising, Nathan. And, and I, I'm well aware, and I think most of the folks listening here are also aware that you know, dealers pay attention to the SRP, to VDP conversions, the number of VDPs that a car gets. Um, but I guess I'm wondering, given that we're talking about a richer as element and aspect to what a VDP does and its role, those measurements don't seem like they quite capture everything. Maybe I'm wrong, but is that what's your take there as far as understanding and measuring what's happening on those VDPs. No, I think that's a really great observation, Lance. It's an area where we've been spending a lot of time. I think some of those metrics you mentioned as far as where dealers spend their emphasis today or put their emphasis today, they're really an indication of how effectively we're driving awareness, but they're not telling us as much about how effectively we're converting that awareness into decisions. And so we've been uh, leaning into the data science teams, some new tools, and been exploring some new metrics. Um, the one I'm most excited about is value event conversion rate. And it's a metric that really helps to isolate once what happens once a shopper lands on the VDP. So it's a much closer indicator of whether or not that work and that merchandising is helping to win the shopper's decision. So I need to know a little more, Nathan. A value uh, conversion event, was that what you said? Value event conversion. Yeah, so, okay. Um, I'll give you a little more definition please, and context please. around that, uh, Lance. So value event conversion, it's a pretty mathematical, um, 
pretty simple mathematical calculation uh, at the surface, right? It's the number of value events divided by the number of VDPs for a vehicle. Okay. Where it gets really interesting and in what is what makes up the value events and what those signal. So the typical type scores we look at have uh, roughly 19 different um, clicks or actions, which are the value events um, that are really indications of whether or not a shopper is starting to take action on that vehicle. Um, these include traditional lead metrics like emails, but they also include um, indications like calculated payment that would signal the shopper is taking another step closer to that purchase decision. And so each of these are um, <coughs> actions or clicks or um, things that the shopper is doing on the VDP that signals that they are building more confidence in that vehicle and that they're progressing closer to taking uh, that purchase, making that purchase decision. And what I found fascinating as we're just started exploring this is we see huge variability in value event conversion rates across dealers. Hmm. And it's not just at the market as a whole. We see that same level of variability as we drill into a make and model in a, um, or a make within a certain market. Hmm. And what this highlights for me, Lance, is that there's big impacts in what the dealers are doing or not doing in what's, uh, what's occurring with value event conversion. Maybe to illustrate that, um, one small analysis we did recently was uh, we looked at 360 degree spins and their use on auto trader market extension customers. And what we found was those customers that had Snaplot 360 generated 43% more value events per vehicle. And so while we're really early and still have a lot to learn on this metric, what I'm so excited about is we're finding this opportunity for dealers to really win more shoppers and move their business forward by elevating their merchandising experience. Uh, as I said, we're we're early in this analysis. I expect that we'll find lots of other um, pieces of information that can help guide dealers on other actions they can take in order to drive more of that engagement. But um, probably more to come on that topic. Speaking of more to come, Nathan, how much of, of that new research and understanding of value event conversions will we be sharing at NADA in Dallas in uh, January? Well, I'm glad you brought up uh, NADA, Lance. Uh, I, I'm thrilled that I've uh, been selected by NADA to present a learning lab there on January 27th um, at the uh, NADA conference. And uh, we'll be talking a lot more about um, specific um, things that dealers can do, um, data points that help them understand how to optimize their uh, VDP experience. And all the hot off the press information around value event conversion rate, we'll make sure we bring to, uh, to that session as well. Well, wonderful. Congrats on the, the Learning Lab presentation coming Thank up you. in NADA. And, and thanks for joining today's podcast and helping us understand, you know, how merchandising has shifted and given us some new metrics to be thinking about as we head into 2023. Well, thanks, Lance, for having me. It's always, uh, always a pleasure talk, talking with you. Absolutely. And folks listening in, thank you for joining this episode of the V-Auto Podcast. Until next time, stay well. Stay well.